This podcast is sponsored by RPG Sessions, an online role-playing tool for Genesis and Star Wars campaigns. Learn more about their character sheet, virtual game table, and Discord bot at RPGSessions.com. D20 Radio, your gamers www.d20radio.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of our brand new campaign using the Star Wars Edge of the Empire system. The What Comes After campaign will return next week and we'll continue on until that campaign concludes. Uh, but before we get started with this campaign, I'd like to go through a few points about the specific uh, seasonal podcast. Uh, first, this game is streamed every Friday night, 7pm Eastern until about 11 or so. Uh, over on twitch.tv slash kingsolveig. That's K-I-N-G-S-O-L-V-I-E-G. Then I break it down into two parts to be released on the podcast feed. The editing for this campaign may be a bit more lax, as often I will simply be breaking up the recording into two pieces and uploading it. Finally, the first two episodes of this campaign, I have to apologize. Uh, my microphone audio is not the greatest I've done my best to clean it up, but unfortunately, right before we were scheduled to go live for the first time, I had several issues crop up with my computer, and it shows in, in the audio. It has already been fixed, and I hope it sounds better going forward. Of course, as part of the D20 Radio Network, uh, before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to let you know about another great podcast on the network. The Order 66 podcast is hosted by GM's Chris, Dave, and Phil. The podcast is full of great advice for running Star Wars RPG campaigns. Uh, you can check them out at d20radio.com. Now, without further ado, let's drop into the show. Um, welcome to the first stream uh, of Will of the Galaxy. Uh, that is a working title. It is subject to change. I still haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't we go across the board and uh, and everybody make their introductions. If you got anything you want to plug, plug it now. Uh, you can start with Jordan. Hey guys, it's me, Jordan. It's King Solveig. Um, I'll plug our Wednesday show. It's D&D 5th edition, Frozen Hall. We're currently in the chapter of The Long Road to Yulash. So check us out every Wednesday at 9pm. Everybody, Corey. I play a bunch of different people in a bunch of different games. I play in our Wednesday night game as Arnim Grimhammer, Dwarf Warlock. Uh, I play Doc McAvoy in our What Comes After podcast, which you can find on all of your preferred podcast providers. Um, and tonight I will be playing Kiaris Rowe, a Pandoran a smuggler, charmer. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Jay. I will be playing. Uh, K4SO, uh, I've already got my name wrong. Jesus. <laughs> K74X, I should look at my character sheet over here, or 4X, as he is known, a droid bounty hunter. Um, I am also part of the What Comes After podcast, where I play uh, Lieutenant Jack Talbot. Uh, and 
what the hell is my Wednesday night character? Jesus. I'm not instilling any confidence in anybody. Peladrin. Peladrin. Peladrin, the elf barbarian in the mm-hmm. Wednesday, in the Wednesday night stream. And uh, with that, I'm going to go back to my wine and keep my mouth shut. Mighty elf. All right. And uh, Ralph's up next. Hi, my name is Ralph. I am uh, the most inexperienced here. So I don't play any characters at any other time. On Don't worry. We'll be day. gentle, Ralph. <laughs> Please don't be general. I like it rough. Um, let, I, I, I will be playing a Rodian named uh, Deacon Vaughn, who's a smuggler scoundrel, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. All right. And finally, Rob. I am playing, uh, I'm Rob. In the What Comes After podcast, I played David Reese, and in this, I'll be playing a Mon Calamari mechanic and demolitionist named Dron Botra. Anyway, all right, so let's get started. Um, so we're going to open with a sweeping view of the Alderanian landscape, pulling out to show it's part of a hollow display on an office conference room wall. Uh, slowly, uh, we see a table that comes into view. Several humanoids sit at a conference table. Middle-aged women sits reviewing a data pad. Well, it appears that all who are going to show up have shown up. Very well. Would each of you state your name or identification for the record? Grit Nakuda. Gran Botra. K.R.S. Rowe. Pleasure to meet you. K7-4X. And as you all know, Deacon Vaughn. Um, why don't we take a moment to describe everybody as well here? Grint Nakuda, aka the Black Badger, has black fur. Sorry about that. Black fur with white markings going down his face and back. He has a slightly thinner build than Mostral and a longer face, giving him a somewhat badger like look, earning his nickname. K74X is a KX series security droid. Um, very obviously no longer in Imperial service. All Imperial markings uh, have been um, covered over. Um, cobalt blue plating uh, with a pretty good-sized um, cargo pod attached to his back and violet photoreceptors. Kiaris Rowe is a uh, Pantoran, a um, little on the young side, early 30s, late 20s. Um, white hair with some light blue streaks in it. Pentorans are of blue skin. Um, he has gold facial markings uh, representing his his family uh, lineage. Uh, Kiaris is always dressed really elegantly. He has a, a a blue and white ensemble on this evening and a pink cape. Um, blaster on his hip. Uh, Deacon Vaughn is your normal-looking Rodian, uh, <laughs> other than being a little bit taller than usual. Uh, he's wearing uh, garbs from uh, that are, you know, mostly from the Outer Rim territories, uh, and he uh, just uh, he has a lot of uh, not expensive rings, but rings on his hands and fingers. Uh, kind of showing that he has 
he's some sort of wealth or, you know, trying to kind of show his power or like what he's, uh, what he's um, accumulated over the years. Uh, and the last one is a Mon Calamari with uh, blue, green, gray sort of mottled skin uh, for coloring. Uh, wearing some clearly worn, well-worn uh, and damaged clothes that bear the uh, marks that uh, show that he usually wears some sort of uh, armor vest over it that he's currently not wearing. To, you know, appear pre- more presentable for this official uh, capacity. <laughs> The woman straightens herself and begins, as if reading from a script. Thank you, gentlemen, for being prompt in your arrival. It appears that the others named the other named beneficiaries will be forfeiting their claim. Unfortunate for them, lucky for you. Now, I regret to inform you that your acquaintance, Hal Campton of Alderaan, has died. My sincere condolences for your loss. You have been called here today because Hal Campton, prior to his death, listed you to inherit his personal ship, Hal's, Hal's demise. That's, that's a strange coincidence. <laughs> <sighs> Hal's demise is parked in Bay 189 of all their spaceports. All spaceport fees have been covered by Hal's estate. I would ask that each of you sign the document on this data pad on the line indicated. You're all being given an equal share on the ship. Unfortunately, many governments may not recognize K74X's stake. I have worded the agreement as carefully as possible to allow for you to remain a shareholder with the ship unless you decide to sell your stake. The rest of you, of course, have no such legal constraints. I know that a lot of you may not want your name on official records, so the transfer has been backdated two weeks to avoid anyone that may be searching for you. I have also been asked to inform you that there is a shipment of Alderanian wine on board your ship, waiting for transport to Corellia. The details of the contract are in the ship's data banks. Now, I have other meetings to attend to, gentlemen. For the next 15 minutes, but I would ask that you kindly make your way as quickly as possible. I'll lean over the desk and look for where I'm supposed to put my signature for this thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll sign. Yeah, there's just a, a small box for each person to, to make their mark. Any sign of other people listed that we're supposed to pick up? I'm supposed to be part of this uh, as I'm uh, signing? <laughs> it, it seems like this list was generated once she ha- she knew who was here. Okay. <laughs> well, Rose steps forward and you know signs his little box next to the data pad and you know looks around at the others and then leans in towards her and says. Did you work for Hal? My firm represented him here. My condolences on the loss of your client. Just part of the business, I'm afraid. <sighs> Indeed it is. Yours and mine. <laughs> and then he walks away. Little. Do I have rights as an independent being? The legality 
is tricky. <laughs> I've also taken steps to ensure that you stay with the ship at the very minimum. All right. Uh, 4X is going to awkwardly pick up the stylus and <laughs> very mechanically write K74X. <laughs> like the long, like, like the letters and the numbers, not the not the phonetically spelled out right version. She nods. And everybody else signs. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. She stands up, nods at all of you, and leaves the room. Does anyone know what type of um, ship we've just got a stake in? I didn't even know the guy. I don't know why I'm here. I just signed as a caution so I could uh, get on with my own business. Um, is there a way for me to sell you my piece of this ship? <laughs> uh, you might be getting a little, little bit ahead of yourself, Dicus. It's... Yeah, we 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 just got the ship. Hold on, it's not such great quality anyway. It'd be more of a hindrance to him. Maybe you should sell your share, or you know what? You sell me your shares, <laughs> and I take the ship and do whatever I do. Well, seeing how as I'm in need of a ship now, we won't be doing that. Um, I'm also in need of a ship. I do, uh, I'm a little short on getting back to the, uh, places I am from. Uh, so I would like, uh, hmm. uh, I just want to be honest with you guys. I just need money. That's it. Well, sounds like you've got a fifth of a ship and, uh, we're going to have to decide where we want to go after selling some wine. She said wine, right? You are you are correct, Dran Botra. You can just call me Dran. Of course, Dran Botra. Well, Dran, you can keep all the wine and uh just give me the ship. I don't want wine. I want whoever's gonna give us credits for the wine to give us credits. Yeah, Kara's kinda leans forward and looks around at everyone and, and the state that we are mostly in and uh, and sort of says, I think that we're all here at a point in time when what we really need are credits. Oh. Well, look at this one. You must be force-sensitive. Everyone needs credits. We have a ship waiting in dock full of wine, and a contract for delivery to Corellia. Let's make the delivery, split our credits, and see where the chips fall. Mm. Well, after this delivery, I'm going to depart, you losers. That is an illogical conclusion, Deacon Vaughn. Man, I hate droids. Careful who you're talking to. You'll find yourself departing from an airlock. I'm giving the, the droid a good hard stare to try and determine whether or not he's uh, 
messing with us or not. <laughs> can I can I roll a charm check on the whole group to try and calm everybody down? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna head towards uh, the ship and check it out. I don't care what you guys do, but uh, I assume I'll see you. A voice see you all there. A voice of reason. Of all people. All right, I guess we can check it out. Hey, I'm reasonable as long as no one tries to cheat me. (laughs) Too bad you got to say it out loud. How could anyone be trying to treat uh, to cheat you, John Botra? We're all on even footing right now. That don't stop people from trying. <laughs> Deacon Vaughn swallows. <laughs> Roe walks over to uh to Grint Nakuda and puts an arm down, pats him on the back. Says, Badger, good to see you again. You too, Ro. Alright. Uh it is a short to the spaceports. Um, you are cleared past security um, and led to Bay 189 uh, where you find a, a Wayfarer-class freighter parked. Um, the, the doors to the container um, where the cargo is held are open and uh, Walking out of the um, cargo hold is a uh, man in his mid twenties, maybe early thirties at the at the oldest, um, who appears to be checking off on a data pad. He has not noticed you yet, though. Do I recognize this man as the dock master? That would be a fair conclusion. You're not sure. You, you've, um, but he is wearing. Um, Clothes that um, that would seem to indicate that. What time of day is it? Uh, it's like mid midday. It's like lunchtime. Okay. All right. I'll Ro- walk over to him. Yeah. Row ris- briskly walks forward, arms out, says, "Good day, sir. Good day. Fine day for flying." He looks up a, l- a little startled. Uh, oh, um. Oh, sorry. I was uh, I was just reading through the manifest here. Um, this is your ship. You are the dock master. Yeah. You, you Please state the, your designation. Uh, the cargo is open. the The door to the cargo bay is open. Yes. It, when Forex says that, he sort of looks up because you're pretty tall, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. He he yes, he uh... just kind of wide-eyed looks up. Uh, uh, um. Conrad. And he holds out the data pad. This this is yours. Very well, Doc Master Conrad. And I take the data pad from him and review it. <laughs> Rose slides his hand into the still outstretched hand of the Dark Master and kind of lowers his gaze and shakes his hand and says, thank you very much, Conrad, for all your help. 
Deacon Vaughn walks over to uh, K74 and snatches the data pad away. It says, I'm going to be looking at this. You don't know what to that, do with the droid. That seems unlikely, but uh, <laughs> you can certainly try, and I'm going to resist him snatching anything out of my hand. Ooh. Is, that's a... Walking past this whole mess as it's happening, uh, up, I assume, whatever open cargo uh, hatch there is to okay. expect the goods himself. <laughs> Right. One thing that I forgot to do, so let's do it now. Let's roll destiny points. Um, everybody's going to roll one of the white dice on the game table, and we'll generate the destiny pool. That's not good. <laughs> uh, oh. All right, so we've got two light side, and then one, two, three, five. four, five dark side. Yes. Oh, boy. That's very bad. Might be. <laughs> I think you're messing with the wrong droid, friend. Messed with any droid I'd like. It's a droid. It's your funeral. I've heard that many times, my friend. Many times. It's at this point that you guys all remember that... Um, before you even touched down on this planet, whatever transport ship you were on was boarded, and your weapons were all fit with a uh, peace bond that, while it's not particularly difficult to remove, renders your weapon inoperable, um, takes about 30 seconds to undo. I'm not going to shoot him. I'm just going to hold on to the data pad. And it's probably illegal as hell to do so. <laughs> I, I would like to make a workaround on my weapon. <laughs> Did they get all weapons? Yes. Can we roll on who gets the data pad? I think I should have the data pad. I, I don't care what any of you think. I have the data pad in my hands. K74X. You know I'm handy with that thing. Why don't you guys roll off um, coordination, athletics, or skullduggery? Roll your positive dice each. 4X and, and Deacon. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll take that if you don't mind. Alright, 4X kind of tries to jerk it up, but Deacon just kind of gets his hand just right in there and leverages it out of your hands. Little suctions on the Rodian fingers. Get a nice grip. Yeah. <laughs> Go and count some bolts, droid. Cool off, deep space. Well, this appears to be the... Um, Cargo Master's data pad for uh, Hal's Demise. Um, on it lists um, what is effectively 400 encumbrance worth of crates containing Alderanian wine and a contract that indicates um, as long as you arrive within 10 days from now, Coronet Spaceport, and deliver this to a man named Kaysend Brake. You will receive 5,000 credits 
for every day it's late beyond that, there's a 10% penalty. Hmm. What's, the, what's the transit time from Alderaan to Corellia? You guys are fairly certain that you guys can get there in that amount of time, unless something catastrophic happens. We seem to be a crew uh, determined for a catastrophe, but <laughs> let's, let's see how we can do. Deacon Vaughn reads over, and he gets to the point he sees the 5,000 credits, and he says, 5,000 credits? That's it? 400 crates, 5,000 credits? I could get more for this in any other system. The data pad and the contract seem to indicate that you're not taking ownership of the wine. You are simply uh, being paid to transport it. Mm-hmm. In the in the specifics of the contract. Now that said, I mean, once it's in your ship and you're off the planet, Deacon doesn't. Deacon Vaughn uh, personally does not care about contracts at all. Okay. At this point, Roe is going to walk over to Vaughn, um, hands out and sort of placating to his side and placating gesture, and say, Deacon. Deacon, you and I know this game. If this is a legitimate wine delivery, that's a fair price. The sooner we can complete that, the sooner we can determine all of our paths forward. So let's just get to Corellia, get this off the ship, and figure out what we're going to do from there. And I can roll a charm or a leadership if if you'd like. Um, While this is going on, I walk over to 4X. And uh, I kind of gesture for him to lean down to my level. <laughs> hey, want me to fix your gun so we can deal with this guy? Brit Nakuda firing a weapon that has been peace bonded by the local authorities is a class two felony. Is Forex speaking at a normal volume? <laughs> no one is talking about doing that. Yes. <laughs> Forex is absolutely speaking at a conversational volume. Deacon over shoulder and goes, I can hear you two. I'll turn around and shoot a look at Badger, like a please stop kind of a expression on my face. And then turn back to Deacon. If there'll be no more talk of felonious actions, Brint Nakuda, I must begin the pre-flight checklist. <laughs> I'm really gonna have to reprogram your subtlety drives. <laughs> As I have stated on numerous occasions, Grint Nakuda, you are no longer allowed to access my programming. <laughs> One incident. <laughs> Deacon looks so slyly and says, you, I don't need a lecture, Row, on protocol. I've done these millions of times, and I know the price of goods around this horrible system. The <laughs> empire is everywhere. Indeed. And the lo- this 10-day, 5-day trip, we're, we're, we're more than get uh, boarded if we take this. We can make a quick drop. We can all get the cash. We can jump this spacer. And we can be about our on our way. Deacon Vaughn, right? That's your name? 
Yes. If if you've done this millions of times, why are you so hard on credits? <laughs> that is my. You, you must not be very good. <laughs> that is my business, and my business alone. Not if you're on a ship with us. Speaking oh, of business, I have run a wine receiving business in the Corellia system for about a decade prior to prior to the events of today. I am well aware of the legitimate price for delivery of wine, just as I am aware of the market for Alderanian wine elsewhere. However, things being as they are, I say we make the delivery, receive our payment, and then we decide. It also gives us a good chance to see what kind of condition this ship is in. Oh, I can tell you what kind of condition it is from the outside. Trash! Well, I will leave that opinion to Dron Botra before I leave it to you. Dron, what do you think? So you, you turn to look, and I'm uh, inside the, the cargo area, reviewing <laughs> everything and making to, looking like I'm making the move to uh, the connection to the rest of the ship. So there's a cargo hopper in here as well, which is like a, a, I said uh, during the session zero, it's a, it's a space forklift. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, Does everybody have their space forklift license? Everybody's union dues paid? I can make sure you all have a space forklift license. <laughs> you don't want space ocean on our case. That's right. They're, like I said, they're the, um, the crates take up a little less than half the cargo hold. In terms of a visual inspection, what does the outside of the ship kind of look like? A quick glance, it, it's in relatively good repair. There's some there's okay. some blast marks and carbon scorching on it. Um, could use a fresh coat of paint. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's showing signs of use, but it's not run down by any means. I think it has character. Well, okay, you guys. Want to make this delivery on this junk? I'll go along. But if we get boarded by the Empire, I scream resistance. <laughs> From inside the ship, you hear, Given my experience, Deacon Vaughn, that is unwise. I hate droids. I'm beginning to hate Duro. Rodian. Rodian. Oh, Rodian. <laughs> wow. Different, different space racist. I was about to look around and be like, where's the Duro? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> they're, they're both annoying. So is everybody going to step on the ship? Yeah, I walk, uh, I walk towards, uh, since the cargo bay is open, I walk into the cargo bay and start uh, doing my look around trying to take note of everything. So, like I said, the, the crates in here take up uh, just just a bit shy of half the cargo hold. Um, they are secured to the floor, uh, as you would expect them to be. Um, it looks like the, the, um, the spaceport crew here um, took care and, and 
tying everything down, making sure it wasn't going to slide around or anything or go, uh, go all over the place on you. Um, is there any way, um, is there any way uh, uh, for us to check any of the crates, the cargo, to make sure it is what it says it is? It does have a seal on it. There is some opening on the crates that, that you can see that it is indeed uh, bottles of wine. Okay. Almost like the doc uh, master there did his own. Yeah. Okay. And one of the, one of the one of the files on the on the data pad on the cargo manifest is basically the the doc master attesting to the fact that as far as he is aware, this is a genuine shipment. What a strange thing, Deacon Vaughn says out loud, to leave to people. How so? Let's... Leave a ship full of wine when you die. Do you think that is something you're going to leave to someone? Well, I don't think he could arrange to have the wine taken off the ship after his death. <laughs> or he could have just left at the ship. Let someone else take the wine. He's also leaving the payment for delivering the wine. Oh, well, that is common. If you're going to deliver the wine, you're going to take the payment. Right. <laughs> Hal has left this opportunity I... because that is the kind of guy that Hal was. Uh, I don't even remember this. Ow. I don't know, with him on board, we might have too much wine on the ship. As always. <laughs> Not enough wine. I've had enough whining from you. Oh, well. That was humorous, Grint Nakuda, from, from the cockpit. <laughs> Thank you. For well, it. You've <laughs> probably made it to the, um, to the stairs that go up to the catwalk. Um, and from there, there's an access door that will lead you into the um, to the actual um, ship part, um, which is probably where Forex and Droner located. Is both of them seem to be interested in reviewing the rest of the ship? Did you okay. did you put a map um, of the ship in the? Um, I had posted one a while back. I will oh, it's not a reference again. channel. This is one of the discords somewhere. It might be. It might be it's in, not the, in the ref reference channel. There's only four posts in the reference channel, and two of them are gifts from me and Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oops. I'm saving that for reference. We are professionals. That's right. So, um, Forex uh, and Drawn are in in the the cockpit proper. No, no, no we're. Moving to the catwalk to enter okay. the gotcha the rest of the ship. Okay. I don't remember how the ship looked. It's got like this detachable yeah, cargo thing that the like, cargo box can be un like removed from the ship. Oh, that's right. It's like a sp a space eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yeah, and uh, where is that link? I think it's at the very top and is not valid. Mm -hmm. No, I'm I'm looking for a different link here. Oh, okay. 
Did they right, even this... um, disable my ion blaster? Yep. Man, now that we're on the ship, I'm gonna try and undo that disable. Um, like I said, it it doesn't even take. Oh, your chat banned me again because I posted a link. Sorry, <laughs> 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 viewers. <laughs> Tyler, you need to learn how to follow the damn rules. Uh, and get permissions before you post links. Rebel scum. Um, but yeah, it's 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 got a detachable cargo um, container. Um, but um, yeah, you guys are able to kind of step into the main ship if you wish. Um, Ro is going to... Um casually look about to try and locate the quarters and look for the best room. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to beat Dron to that, because that was his uh, first inclination. Oh, I thought you were going to check out the machinery of the ship. No. So you come into, from the catwalk, you come into um, a hallway. Straight ahead is an airlock. Uh, immediately to the left... Uh, actually, is an open space um, where there's a small table. Actually, everything around the airlock is more or less open. There's a couple tables, a lounge. Um, you can see a window for a med bay um, near the airlock door. Um, there is a beyond the short um, area to the left. There are one, two, three, three doors on the left-hand side of the, the hallway with a door at the end and two doors on the right. Um, the doors, all the doors on the left say crew quarters. Um, the first door on the right also says crew quarters. The, um, the last door in the hallway on the right says command staff quarters or command quarters and there's a thing over the door straight ahead that says cockpit <clears throat> Deacon Vaughn walks to the room closest to the exit of the um of the hallway okay so the, like the first there's there are two doors the first two sets of quarters are on either side of the hallway. Mm -hmm. um, the doors are right across from each other. Okay, so he goes in the first door, I guess on the left. <clears throat> he looks for a, uh, you know, moderate bed. He pats whatever he, he finds uh, something uh, into a uh, bed uh, on the floor or maybe a cot. Um, or maybe a, a uh, you know, like a just a somewhere so he can he can lay down. <clears throat> he doesn't have any luggage or baggage or anything like that. He just lays down. <clears throat> well, he just he, he pats the bed, make sure it's firm enough for him to lay down, and he looks around the room to see if there's any um, any other doors in or out of the room. There are not any other doors in and out of the room. There are a couple storage cabinets. There's a comfortable bed um, mm. with some, they appear to be clean, you know, sheets. Okay. Uh, 
I'm walking past uh, him and his open door towards the one labeled command. See if it looks any better than what I can see from his uh, open door. When when Ro sees that Drawn has kind of beat him to that door, he quietly steps backward a little bit and heads over toward the lounge area. Like I said, there's there's some couches, there's a couple tables. Are you hoping it's like a Winnebago, like the, the dining room table folds down into a, a big bed? <laughs> Does the one labeled command seem like it's uh, any better of a room, any more well-equipped? Slightly better. It's not like head and shoulders above it it's a nicer and probably more comfortable room I definitely swing my uh my bag heavily onto the the bed before uh probably it's all soggy and splashes everywhere <laughs> no 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 grit grit <laughs> drags his ion blaster to the nearest empty unclaimed room drops that in there and uh heads over to uh, meet up with Deacon. Oh, not Deacon. Uh, Karis. And, and I assume follows, I'm going to follow 4X into the, the door-labeled cockpit that's probably now open with him standing in it. So, <laughs> a little bit more exploring. There's another room in the opposite hallway um, mm-hmm. that is another command quarters. Um, in total... There are two rooms that are labeled command quarters, and there are seven rooms that are labeled crew quarters. There's also a small, like, meeting room uh, and a refresher, and like I said, a med bay. Okay. Um, there's a small room with a mechanics workbench, and then the rear of the ship is entirely devoted to the engineering base and everything required to make the ship go. And you said there's like a table at lounge area. Yeah. There's also okay. a ladder that leads up into the gunwell. Okay. Is excuse me, is that ladder by any of the rooms or is it off kind of on its own? It's it's at the end of the hallway. Okay. Close to engineering. Gotcha. Uh, actually it's 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 Kind of close to the med bay, and like you, you've got this center hallway that's got the two command quarter rooms and one, mm-hmm. um, one crew quarter, and then you've got the conference room at the end of that. It's okay. on the end of the wall where the conference room would be. Okay. Well, over, over toward the lounge area, uh, Ro kind of looks over his shoulder. He sees Badger coming up the hall, but he isn't quite there yet and reaches into uh, a pouch on his belt and draws a sabak deck and just puts it on the, the table and then walks toward Badger to meet him. So, Karis. Yes. This Deacon guy seems like trouble. Uh, he, he could be, but I've, you know, I've dealt with his kind before. And I'm sure you have too. Why is he here if he didn't know our friend? That is a good question. And something I'm sure you and I can get to the bottom of. But I still suggest we just make this delivery, get our credits, and figure out how we want to proceed from there. And leave him on Corellia. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just kind of look at, at Badger, almost expressionless, 
and then give him a quick wink. All right, Chris. We'll make the delivery with this guy. But I don't trust him. You don't, I don't trust, trust anyone. But, <laughs> but you know me. Um, but I really don't trust this guy. Well, we're not being like he has the data pad. We're not being paid in trust. We're being paid in credits. And there is no data pad on this ship that you couldn't get into from your own if you so desired. That's true. Um, I'm going to actually take out my slicing tool and uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to link up to the ship and see if I can find any kind of information on Deacon. It's just basically the, the ship and its specs and all its um, all its system readouts. Yeah. There's no yeah. You know, there's no information on you or a- any of uh, the five of you. Are there records on past like deliveries or anything like that? No. Just okay. the just the one that you're doing now. <clears throat> the ship's been wiped clean. Hmm. Well, that's probably for the best, honestly. Forex was stepping into the cockpit. Um, inside the yep. cockpit. Speaking of um, wipe clean, <laughs> there is a. Um, it is a um, rounded cockpit with um, a pilot seat um, set back and in the center. <clears throat> with um, stations, uh, there are five total stations um, surrounding the captain's chair or the pilot's chair. I'm pinging it like it's a roll twenty map. So the the map, the chair in the center is where the pilot sits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jay thinks that's excellent. Forex doesn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, uh, I step onto the bridge, and as soon as I identify that as the pilot station, I move over and begin um, doing pre-flight. Um, is this the sort of ship that requires multiple people to be on the bridge to operate? I mean, there are other bridge stations here, but... Um, you're going to need a navigator. Um, and <laughs> sensor operation can okay. be done at the same Basically, most of the stations can do just about anything, and you're fairly certain that you could actually even control the turret from here. Okay. There's an engineering uh, readout on, on a couple of the displays. Like I said, there's navigation, um, and there are several of the stations have a capacity um, to... Um, run as a co-pilot chair as well. Um, well, I immediately, as soon as I identify that as the pilot station, I step over and um, I go to sit down, uh, realize that the uh, the bulky cargo container on my back is going to prevent me from doing that and sort of awkward droid-like, you know, 
arms articulate up and over and backwards and disconnect it and flip it over the front and I secure it, you know, to the bulkhead or to the uh to the deck plate next to my uh next to my chair. And then I sit down and begin running the pre-flight checklist. Am I going to be able to do that alone or will I need another person up here to do that? You'll need at least a co-pilot or a navigator up here, you think? Okay. Uh I find the uh the intercom activate it and what's the what did we say the name of the ship was hal's demise mm-hmm. will all crew members of the hal's demise please report to the cockpit all crew members of the hal's demise please report to the cockpit as i'm stepping through the door and making to sit at one of the <laughs> that, uh consoles that has like an engineering display already up <laughs> I'll head there. To review what Rogue. sort of state this ship we've gotten is in. Yeah. Karis Rowe kind of walks up and down that other corridor of quarters, the doors leading into the quarters, and sees the second command room, opens the door, and tosses his bag in there. Okay. And then, walk, then walks up to the cockpit. I will require a navigator and what did you say, a co-pilot, Tyler? Yeah. I will require someone to assume the duties of navigator and another to assume the duties of the co-pilot. I'll plot a course for us. While everyone is in the cockpit, um, I don't know if I can uh, do this, but I am checking all the rooms for blasters or you know some sort of weapons from everyone to see what people have stashed do i have a sneak skill i don't know can i i, I still have all mine on me so okay i mean i i, I could not i could miss but i'm just making <laughs> sure that you know checking all of my you know because i don't i don't know you fools you know uh, Deacon Vaughn is a very, you know, perceptive type of guy. He wants to make sure that if he's going on a trip, that he's got all the angles covered. So I'm trying to make sure I got all the angles covered. So as everyone's <laughs> making their way to their cockpits and they're going to be pilots and navigators, he's slowly sneaking in each room, checking under beds, checking under, you know, stations to make sure that, uh, um, that there's nothing that he's not aware of that someone has. He wants to make sure, making sure that no one has an advantage over him. Um, it, uh, I don't know if, uh, is there any way I could, I don't know, uh, roll to find something or to not find something? So you're just kind of trying to be nosy and see what people have? Nosy, nosy, and also just making sure no one gets to jump on him. Make sure he ha- he knows everything everyone else knows. <laughs> no one's sneaking up, sneaking anything on him. So, because he doesn't know if someone else just wants to come and kill everybody and take the ship and get the money and get the wine, which is what he wants to do. So, I think the only person that dropped stuff on a bed so far is um... Drawn. Yeah, drawn. Um, yeah, who has dropped uh, probably well, two? Road dropped his too. I put a bag in there. Yeah, with my 
Okay. Some of my stuff in it. And I, I left my um my blaster in there. It's too okay. heavy. So I mean <laughs> probably two bags so, worth of stuff in my room. I mean, I don't wanna I don't I don't have to take it. I just wanna know what's there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you can see bags in, in rooms, and it, uh, it sounds like um, Blaster is probably sitting on a table in his in the room that he seems to have claimed. All right, so I know where Rose Blaster is. No, if you wrote Rose, Rose Blaster is on his hip. It's Grint's, Grint's Ion Blaster. Whatever's mm-hmm. in his bag, I, mm-hmm. I can't You've got, uh, There's two bags sitting in my room. One uh, seems bulky and full of tools and the like, and the other one is sitting on the bed with a uh, some sort of flak vest uh, on top of it, sort of around it. Alright, I know where the vest is. <laughs> I don't know if you want to move the vest and examine the bag, but... Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I've, I've, you know, I've rummaged around very, very, you know, cautiously to make sure that you don't know that I've rummaged around, put everything back where it's me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just making sure as I make my way to the cockpit. The only thing that's in my little bag that I left in there is a uh, a com link. Okay. A stim pack. Ooh, love them stim packs. Mm-hmm. And I already took the sabak deck out, so that's it. Everything else is on my person. I mean, are you going through Dron's bags or not? Uh, yeah, I'm going through everyone's bag. I'm very, I'm very, you know. <laughs> Oh, All right, man. the one by the the base <laughs> of the bed is literally just full of, full of tools of various types. Literally, uh, well used. Ten encumbrance worth of various toolkits. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other one you open to find packed full of explosives and grenades. <laughs> just chock a block. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> uh, Twi'lek porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all digital and holographic in this world okay something like uh 10 grenades and some other explosives for like a dozen okay have you guys heard me say anything like in the last five minutes no no, no. nope i was muted deacon vaughn please report to the cockpit deacon vaughn please report to the cockpit oh god i hate George. you notice the four of us are all here. Where's this Deacon? And as he says that, Deacon busts the door. Here I am, you miserable saps. As you step into the cockpit, Forex's um, head spins around unnaturally far. The presence of all crew members was requested several minutes ago, Deacon Vaughn. Yeah, what were you up to? <laughs> I had yep. to. I had to get rid of some water. What do you want? You want to? Come and help me. You probably stumbled over my legs as you burst through the door because I'm just leaning in the doorway. Kind of chilling there. Your biological functions are most inefficient. (laughs) I require the assistance of a navigator and a co-pilot in order to operate this vessel. Decide Uh, amongst yourselves who will assume which task. I told you, I'm navigating. I've already plotted our course. I would second the badger. Is there's a navigator in this world better than him than I haven't met them? That that seems highly unlikely, Grit Nakuda, as we are still parked in Aldera City Spaceport. <laughs> you don't have to be moving to navigate a course. 
you know, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, how's the diagnostics on the ship look? What sort of condition? Yeah, all systems are green. The ship seems ready to go. Seems like it's uh, a well-cared-for ship with just a little bit of uh, um, superficial visual. Out loud, one by one, as if reading off uh, a list from a data pad, um, 4X will um, tick off every single pre-flight requirement. Anything that requires input from the navigator or the co-pilot, uh, he will, um, if if nobody responds, uh, he will look over towards them as if waiting for a response. I'd get used to that, because if we're running from an Imperial ship, you do not want him waiting for your answer. He'll do it. Once we have satisfied all pre-flight requirements, I will... Uh... Go, go through the legal requirements and request... Uh... Yep, I will request, <laughs> I will request permission for takeoff and... Once, uh, once given, uh, once given the go ahead, I will assume my proper uh, spot in the departing lane traffic. Uh, departing traffic I, lane. I, I love that he's so proper. He's like, yeah, when I get the go ahead, I'll be taking. <laughs> All right, Hal's demise is cleared for takeoff. Um, you'll need to give me an easy piloting check to take off and out of the spaceport. Um, the handling for Hal's Demise is minus two, so you're adding two setback dice to this. So am I doing a space piloting or a pil space piloting? You are uh, not flying the ship. Wait, I thought I was <laughs> piloting. You're a co-pilot. You're a co-pilot. Co Welcome aboard, Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> this droid flying the ship. Uh, you're yeah. damn right this droid is flying the ship. Yeah, um, you're, gonna, you're gonna sit next to him until he says "punch it," and then you gotta punch it. That's how Star Wars works. <laughs> yeah, listen, if you wanted to fly the ship, you should have uh, not went spent so much time relieving yourself and got to the chair first. Do you even Star Wars, bro? Um. Okay. So I'm sorry. You said it was an easy check, and then I'm adding two setback dice. Yep. Um, and now I have a whole new slate of talents that I need to check and make sure I can't cheese anything out. No, not yet. That's that's tier three. Damn it. All right. Droids don't eat cheese. Droids don't need to eat cheese. That doesn't mean they don't <laughs> enjoy it still. Um, I don't... It's doing that thing again, where I don't see my own my own dice results. You got four, four successes. successes. I did get four successes. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So you are from Aldar space, uh, Spaceport, and you are cleared into orbit. Um, the shield is lowered for you. Um, for you know, you, you have a, a a short time window where you you need to be past a certain altitude, um, but you are able to get past that point. So now, what I'm going to need is an average astrogation check. This is going to um, take ten minutes. 
Uh, if you want to speed it up, you could add two setback dice to half that. Okay. But it would you likely still gonna need some time. Am I am I am I allowed to assist? You've got to concentrate on flying. Okay. Do I have to wait until the ship is actually in space to do astrogation, or could I have started this while waiting for Deacon? You you need to wait until you're in orbit for the most uh, part okay. because you need to. That's when you'll you're um you'll get the updated charts. Okay, I'll I'll take the ten minutes. Um, an average is two purple, correct? Yes. So one success and three advantage. Okay. All right. So it's going to take um takes you about eight or nine minutes. Uh, sorry, it takes you actually with your advantages. You cut it down to your actual time to plot the course to about six minutes. But as you are finishing plotting that course. As usual, Grint Nakuda, your computer work is most efficient. And determining where you need to be in order to make this jump. At the extreme range of your sensors, you start to see a space battle occurring. Um, in flashes of turbo laser batteries uh, splashing over, uh, at this point, really small ships. Um, um, you, you're done with that plot? You might want to take off now. Something's going As on. As you determine where your exit jump point is, the largest spaceship you've ever seen drops out of hyperspace near the battle. It's spherical enough that it is easily mistaken for a moon at first. However, it appears to be moving under its own power. What the crate is that? <laughs> Did someone Tank. tow a moon here? Tank Farrick. <laughs> that! Whatever it is, uh... It's a reason to get the hell out of this system. Are you done with that plot? It's done. Go. Go. <laughs> Punch it. I agree, I agree Dran Botra. Haste would be most efficient. Don't finish that okay. sentence. Just go. <laughs> All right. So as you are making your way out of orbit um, and out of the gravity well of Alderaan, you begin to see green beams emanating from uh, an indentation in this sphere. And as you... I'm going to start recording this. As you jump to hyperspace, um, the beams meet in the center almost like a, a cone and a larger beam emanates from that and then you're in hyperspace what the hell was that <clears throat> that you nerf herders was the empire the empire doesn't have anything that big I've never seen tech like that it was clearly trouble. 
I think uh, we might want to cross Alderaan off our list of places to visit. Because uh, I'm not sure I understand your meaning, Dranbotra. Well, we didn't see the planet destroyed, right? We just saw the beam charge no. up and launch. Clearly, it's just uh, trouble. I would avoid place wherever that thing is. Is a place I would avoid, is what I'm saying. Right. Right. Um, I'm gonna start like seeing if there's. Oh, we can't because we're in hyperspace, right? We can't search for like chatter in space, like communications. You're they're extremely limited in what you. Okay. Can, uh, I'm gonna uh, see if I can like boost our power at all and. Does the ship have a holonet transceiver? If not, we'll soon. I don't have one that's capable of communication in hyperspace. Or in real-time communication, anyway, for hyperspace. That is military technology. Most inefficient. Okay. Am I able to boost our signal strength at all with a computer's check? Or... Uh, not to get out of the, the hyperspace tunnels... Uh, that that you have to navigate through um about prematurely if you wanted to, to try to figure out what's going on yeah any major planet on our route that we can drop out and see if we can pick up rumors of what the hell we just witnessed that would be a core world check. What's our what's our timetable for the delivery? Ten days. You're pretty sure it's going to take about six to get to uh, Corellia from where you're at. Is, is there a difficulty on that? The core worlds. Um, core. It'll be core worlds. Um, We'll call it average. So two, two purple. Three success, two advantage. There are no planets between okay. here and Corellia. Um... <laughs> Guys, my new desk has a cup holder and a whole bottle of wine fits in it. <laughs> you didn't need that whole bottle of wine to get through all of our Discord problems today. Mm. You'll, you'll see that uh, it's empty. Well... I think you are right. Whatever that thing is, I don't think we're going back to Alderaan anytime soon. If that is the Empire, and they're bringing it, it, that much power, they're locking down the planet. It is the Empire. I know the Empire, and that was the Empire. As much as I hate to agree, I don't know who else would have something that big. Um, <clears throat> you believe you could drop out at uh, Laria Kersil? Kersil. Uh, uh, Why are we dropping out of space? Hyperspace? Yeah, fill us in, please. Well, I, I wanted to check for a place because someone asked. And I say we we're doing it. Check for a place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grint, Grint Nakuda has indicated that perhaps it would be wise to drop out of hyperspace in order to reconnect with the Holonet and see if there is any news out of Alderaan. Who cares about Alderaan? Let's get this stuff off of this ship. 
I want to know if they're also attacking Corellia, considering the relationship between the two planets. Tyler, were the ownership records of the ship given to us or transferred to the ship's data, data files? Um, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So it's just not our word? <laughs> what? I was just saying, good, that way it's not just our word that we actually own the ship. Um, so no, she also told you she backdated it. Yeah. Yeah, we've had it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Officially. So I'm for stopping and getting some reconnaissance before we blindly jump into Corellia's space. Well, Cor- Corellia is a stronghold of the Empire. There's some Imperial shipbuilding plants there, and I-, I don't see them attacking their own holding. And I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, listen. We all have a past, right? I've been in the Corellia system before. I've spent quite a quite a bit of time there. The sooner we can get in and out, the better it would be for me personally. I don't want to go anywhere near the Empire. So if they're on Corella, if they're on who knows where, you don't want to be near them. Well, the key is <laughs> that being that near would present them. that would present certain professional difficulties for me, Deacon Vaughn. How so, Droid? And why are you talking to me? It would present difficulties for all of us, Deacon. I mean, the Empire is everywhere. They're the Empire. Look, it's not a matter of being near the Empire. It's about being near the Empire and not letting them know you're there. Exactly. Thank you. Quick show of hands. Uh, Who votes for going directly to Corellia and just dealing with this? As soon as you say quick show of hands... uh... I cannot remove my hands from the controls, Stran Botra. We are currently in hyperspace. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> yes or no? Are we going straight to Corellia? Yes! You are a most illogical being, Deacon Vaughn. One uh, moment you say we should go nowhere near the Empire, and the next you are voting wholeheartedly that we should proceed with haste to Corellia, a known stronghold of the Empire. I say all you guys wanted to do was go to Corellia when we were on Alderaan. Now we're in space, and all you want to do is not go to Corellia. I don't know who's being illogical here. You see? This conversation between Forex and Deacon Vaughn are exactly why I prefer computers over beings. What about you, Ro? What's your say? A reason, I've always, enjoyed, a reason I've always enjoyed your company, Grint Nakuda. As I hold up a hand with one, fi- one finger up. I'm for stopping. <sighs> I still say we proceed to Corellia. That's a smart man. K74X, your opinion? I believe we should proceed directly to Corellia, Dran Botra. Well, then to Corellia we go. Uh, I'm going to prepare to start scanning the, um, the communications in the system as soon as we get there. You have six days. Is anybody doing anything in that interview time? 
taking some time to get acquainted uh, with the ship. Yeah, I'll 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 kind of walk around and um get a better look at all of those rooms that we saw. I'm gonna go up the up the ladder into the gun gunnery turret and you know just kind of check that out. Inspecting engineering, playing Savak when I see the decks lying out. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I'm gonna spend most of my time in my room going over that data pad over and over again to look for any uh uh cracks in the um even though I may find them cracks in the ownership of the ship. See if there's any angles I can play with uh what has been written. Um you are fairly certain that this is this is entirely um tight legally. The only <laughs> The only thing that might be a trip up and it wouldn't be much benefit to you is that technically Forex in the eyes of the Empire, Forex is um is not an owner of the ship, but he is permanently assigned as um part of this ship, basically. If the Empire sees me as a piece of hardware, then I'm just part of the ship. Hmm. I was going to say, um, what does a droid need with a ship? The ship needs the droid, though. <laughs> uh, a, a ship is how one proceeds from planet to planet. Is it not, oh. Deacon Vaughn? But I said, what does this droid need with the ship? To proceed from planet to planet. <laughs> In character or potato? Yeah, yeah the char- why was the ship given... If, 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 seven, if 74X was named in the ownership of the ship, why wasn't he just part of the ship and we found him as we... The rest of us were uh, taking ownership of it. <laughs> Because the Empire doesn't recognize Because he was listed as... in the will. Yeah. Damn, like, could it legally, could he be listed in the will? Could you give something to a droid? How did? I, I admit, I admit, Deacon Vaughn, that I am most perplexed as to why, what's his name, how... Campton. Campton. As to why Hal Campton named me a beneficiary of the ship in his will. My contact with Hal Campton was quite brief. You must have made quite an impression. I do work quite efficiently. As Hal Campton noted. When giving me my restitution. Well, don't be so modest. I'm not programmed for modesty. (laughs) apparently some worlds um, without making any sort of checks there are some worlds that view droids as fully um, not they view some droids as fully sentient enough to be their own people and not have owners um Mm -hmm. 
However, that is not the case for the Empire as a whole. Uh, it would be local jurisdictions that, that would um, view it that way. Tyler, between my mechanical skill and my computer skill, am I able to rewire the communication systems on the ship to uh, send me information? Like, to work as, like, a spy cam? In, um... Like, what, what, what are you trying... I'm trying to keep. Trying to... I'm trying to keep an eye on this Deacon Vaughn fellow. <laughs> um, you can make a computer's check to maybe try to make it so. Um, or to, like the cameras, um, log where he is. Okay. And then um, I would just have to, what, plug in to review it? Yeah. I know wireless tech didn't really exist in Star Wars. Yeah, it, you you could actually, in doing that, you could, what end up happening is um, it would log where everybody is via the cameras. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, Go ahead and give me a hard computer's check. And could I also put, like, a protection on it that I could only give to the four people I trust? I mean, the three people. No, three. But don't trust yourself? Well, I don't need to give myself the password. I know the password. I made it. You'll find as you get up there in years, Jordan, you will, in fact, need to remind yourself of the password. (laughs) Constantly. I said, actually, you weren't wrong when you said three, because do you okay. really want to tell uh, 4X about it? For yeah. To loudly declare? <laughs> Probably not. All right, so uh, it's a hard check. Um, let's see. Would any of my slicer talents help me with this? Would... Um, nope, that's all mitigating black dice. Okay. I'm going to use a story point. To upgrade one of my dice. Destiny point. Okay. Destiny point, sorry. And here we go. Oh. <laughs> Zero success, one advantage. It Earth. seems like right now the computer system isn't capable of um, running a full track program like that. Okay. Um, Great, Grit Nakuda, why are you installing surveillance software in the ship? <laughs> you, you, you log in and immediately see that the entire thing is being operated by uh, 4X and just log back out. <laughs> Don't even try it. However, um, you before you even begin to start installing anything, you, you note that the, right now not advanced enough for you to do this. Um, they wouldn't be able to recognize um, humanoids well enough. Like it could differentiate you from the two or the three that are 
normal human height, more or less. Yeah. And it could differentiate 4X from them. It probably wouldn't differentiate the three of them. Okay. Hmm. Well, the, sh the ship's security systems need an upgrade as soon as possible. So during these during this time where we're we're traveling, Ro kind of bops around and is being social with uh with everyone. You know, I, I have already known uh Grint for a while, Badger. Uh, I've known uh, drawn from from hither and yon. You know, we've crossed paths before. I know nothing about um, our droid pilot 4X, and I'm not sure if I know Deacus. I get a feeling that I've seen him around before, but I'm because all of his look alike, and I might know the <laughs> name, but. Orodians look alike, and we follow them around everywhere that they go. <laughs> this is getting this is going to be a slippery slope. No, I, <laughs> I get a feeling like I might I might have crossed paths with them before, but I I'm not certain. Um, but I've crossed paths with a lot of people. You know, Byblos is a, a busy hub in the core worlds, um, and I I was very out front uh, in that establishment there. The, uh, the the bar slash sporting arena that I helped run for a while um, so I know a lot of I know a lot of people as acquaintances and I feel like I might know Deacus but I'm, I'm not certain so I'll start by um, popping into the back to the engineering mechanics sort of area looking for drawn. Okay. Um, I mean, does he find you there? Oh yeah, yeah. Probably where I'm spending, like I said, familiarizing myself with the the ship, getting a feel for it. The engine bays of this ship are are rather cavernous, really. Um, <laughs> there's more room in here than even ship really needs. So. So much as, um, you know, there's a lot of room to work, and if you have to move, pull something out, you can generally, a lot of the stuff, you can pull it out all the way and have a spot to put it in the engineering bay. Hmm. So I'll kind of uh, wrap on one of the uh, the metal doors with a couple knuckles and, you know, Look around to see if Drawn is back there. Pop my head out from somewhere where I'm <laughs> looking at something. Mm -hmm. I walk over. How does she look, Drawn? Fair enough. Looks like uh, Hal kept good care of her. Despite how it looked from the outside with the superficial damage, I guess. How did you know how? Uh, I I worked with him for a, one of his crews for a while. When I first got off of uh, when I first started working out here. 
It's strange. It seems like all of us had almost a tenuous relationship. I mean, I I knew Hal. I he helped me once. I helped him once or twice. Uh, we did some some business with his wine delivery service from from Alderaan to to Byblos, but to unexpected unexpected pleasure. You get a ship like this. Or stake. Stake in a ship like this. Pretty uh pretty large stake at that. Yeah. Does seem like a unexpected windfall. Hmm. Although I don't know how many people were actually on that list and how many expected to show up. Hmm. That's true. That's true. For all we know, it could have uh, just been he really right. wanted to give the ship to one person but not let anyone know. Maybe only one of us was supposed to show up and uh, claim this ship. <laughs> or none of us. Or none of us. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we're all here now. Maybe, maybe we were just lucky enough to get the message in time to show up. <laughs> And lucky enough to get out of there before that thing showed up. Absolutely. Whatever, whatever that was. I honestly uh, hope not to find out. Yeah, you and me both. Well, listen, when you're done back here and you've, you've cleaned yourself up, if you want to play a hand, come and find me. <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> and Ro leans back out of engineering and walks down the hall. Okay. Is there anything anybody else is um, is setting about in the in the days that? I think 4X realizes eventually that he doesn't need to be sitting at these controls the entire time. <laughs> nope. I, uh... Now, once I'm, once I'm satisfied with the autopilot function of the ship, I will absolutely um, move about. I need to find a, uh, a place to set up my power adapter so that I can recharge. So as, as you're... As you're in the halls, looking to do to do just that, um, I will approach. Four X. Greetings, Karis Row. Hello, my friend. Have you selected a quarters yet? I require no quarters, Karis Row. Simply a place to connect to ship's power in order to recharge my power cells. I will gesture towards the door to the quarters that is behind the sort of war room, meeting room area. And I'll say, there should be a port right in this room um, because the meeting room is right behind it. So you should have a, a main auxiliary port here. Um, maybe that's a good place to set up. Perhaps. I shall investigate. Thank you, Karis Rowe. 
Even though I've been dismissed, I will follow him into the quarters. <laughs> okay. Uh, indeed, all of the uh, quarters have some type of port that would be suitable for you to to get yourself set up on. Excellent. Every no, every morning, somebody different wakes up to find me leering at them <laughs> over their bed while I'm plugged into the outlet in their room. <laughs> Uh, I decided you to probably have to use one of the un, unused rooms, so I've decided to use <laughs> yours. Um, you probably Congratu- have to congratulations, Deacon Vaughn. You have won the lottery today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. I'm gonna sleep in. <laughs> um. Yeah. If there's a uh, if there's a, a port in there, I will. Um, I'll, you know, connect a cable to it and connect it to my power cells. And <laughs> so I, I follow you in and shut the, you know, shut the door behind me and I'll lean forward and I'll say, Forex, if you could keep this quiet for a moment. I pivot my head around 180 degrees. I'm still facing the wall. <laughs> <laughs> this room is central to all of the quarters. An astute observation, Karis Rowe. I think it might be in the best interest for us. And I point my fingers back and forth between myself and Forex. And then I do a circle and I say, end the ship. If you and I keep our eyes out, pay attention to what everybody else is doing. My photoreceptors do not function if they are not installed within the ocular orbit of my head region. It's just an expression, friend. What it means is be astute and vigilant. Indeed. Was there something in particular you wished me to be observant of? There is something about Deacon Vaughn. And his, de- and his designs have- for this ship that are unsettling. I have observed, Karisro, that on numerous occasions, Deacon Vaughn is, in fact, more apprehensive than most organic beings I have encountered. I'll, I've been talking with my hands kind of steepled in front of me this whole time, and now I'll lean back and point with a thumb behind me, and I'll just say... Vaughn's quarters are directly across from yours. Indeed they are. And I, I, I will wink at the droid and say, Vigilance, friend. And then turn to walk out of the door. <laughs> I believe you have something lodged in your photoreceptor, Karis Rowe. Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. Um, uh, do I, can I do a, is there any a check on me being able to listen in on all these like little conversations? <laughs> you, you just missed that. We tried to do that already. <laughs> we couldn't do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like, not like through security. I mean, I'm just like sneaking around. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, like you went to mm-hmm. talk uh, to Row, 
he went to talk to Roe, and like maybe I was like there. I, I believe the word you're looking for is skulk. You wish to skulk. Yeah, you ought to be lurking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give me hard stealth check? So it's three purple. Right, here we go. Oof. One success. Okay. Um, you happen to be on the other side of engineering in the the uh, engine base. Okay. When Dron and Karis are speaking. Okay. Um, but that's probably it. You only got one, so I, I don't think you you end up in a good enough position to hear any of the other conversations. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Can I do another check for the other conversation? Is that possible? No. No. It, you would have to uh, have a better success on, on that one. Okay. Listening in on us was uh, easy because we were in the open. Mm -hmm. Yelling over the sound here. of the engine. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. This campaign is played using Star Wars Edge of the Empire system by Edge Studio. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes and is not affiliated with Edge Studio, Walt Disney Corporation, or Lucasfilms Limited.